This episode of Beer and Bands is sponsored by Bob's Knobs. Bob's Knobs come in all shapes and sizes along with a variety of materials such as stainless steel, brushed aluminium and bronze. As a special offer when you spend £30 or more on knobs, you'll receive a pair of brass knockers for free. See website for details. Hi everyone, welcome to Beer and Bands episode 13. My name's Chris. My name's James and I had nothing to do with that advert. So, what do you mean? <laughs> it's a completely legitimate advert. Oh. Um. <laughs> but if you do want to sponsor the podcast, then please do get it. <laughs> and there it yeah, is. Like You've got, you got to get the seller now. Exactly. Bob's, Bob's and Knobs. Bob's Knobs. Yeah. Bob's Knobs. <laughs> wow, what goes on in your mind, honestly? Like You don't want to know. I will right. say, by the way, for the, because we've not got a camera yet, um, yeah, the look of pride on your face <laughs> as you were saying that, you are so proud of yourself and I just want to make it clear, you know? <laughs> Oh, and you know what, what? You if it was if it was on a picture, I'd put it on the fridge. I thought it was very bad, but I'd put it on a fridge for you, Chris. All right. Less of the uh, irritatingness from you. We'll go straight into the tried and tested for this week. Now, the tried and tested for this week was a bit of a, I'd say, a pleasant surprise. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, it's from, it's, what we say, a little special. Little you know? special, which is becoming a feature in itself on the... the well, it's only the second one we've ever yeah, done, so... I like how little special, that, that's it. Yeah. Well, we bought it because of the basically introduced a load of random different uh, yeah. beers into their range, try and make it into that, like, cut into that craft market. And this one's called Twisted Knots, which is an American IPA, and it has got um, grapefruit in it as mm-hmm. well as some of the citrus, which you yeah. tend to get with well, the Well, so there was another one we tried, which was heavily citrus-based, wasn't it? It was orange. Um, yeah. It was literally, all you could taste was orange. Yeah. You could taste and more I, th- orange I think it was yeah. literally orange IPA or something. Blood orange IPA or something. Like, it, it might have been, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. And yeah, that would just... But it was more like orange juice, like in terms of orange. It's yeah. not like citra hops or kind of that kind of what you cast. It just wasn't balanced, was it, no, throughout no. the whole thing. So where um, this one was actually really, yeah, really pleasant. Which I think... Those. But the reason I mention that is we had that one first. So we had that and was really disappointed and then kind of opened this and it was... Oh, this is actually a really balanced IPA, and well, yeah. it begs the question: Is this actually quite a good beer, or is it one of the ones that was than, exactly, tainted this, before? This, yeah. this is what you've got to question, right? Right. So. so I'll do some of the blurb if you want to have a swig. So it is five point five percent. What type of hops we've got? We've got Hercules, Columbus, Chinook, Cascade, Citra, Centennial, and Amarillo. Citra and Amarillo tend to be quite a lot of. American. Uh, no, not beers in general at the moment. It seems to like the I mean, go-to it's, it's hops, the, isn't it? the kind of craft. Like, like, I'd say it's, what would you, amber colour? Yeah. Kind of darker Yeah, amber definitely colour. that amber ale kind of look yeah. to it. Um, Almost similar to the kind of some of the American red ales if, in terms of colour, to be fair. You know, some of their kind of like the darker redder. It, that, or about maybe like some sort of like the Kentish ales and stuff like that. You, do you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah, kind yeah. of colour to it. Um, there is quite a good mix of malts as well as the hops as well. Um it's got quite a nice. You can you can smell the citrus and the fruitiness in it as before yeah. you even have a swig. Uh, what's your verdict? Five point five percent though. I mean, it's fair. You get kind of um, I, I describe kind of like a caramel burnt aftertaste. I wouldn't say you really get the grapefruit through, which is what I thought last time. You get what so is I, I do. tropical, but I wouldn't say it's specifically grapefruit. Having had grapefruit in previous. Um, like beers and stuff like that. I don't think this tastes as grapefruity as other beers we've had. I th- but I, I think I can taste tropical notes. Actually, yeah. I can taste the grapefruit in it. However, I think because there's so much more of a mix of the malts and the different variety of the hops, I think because there's more flavours going on, you just think they all seem to complement each other, so okay. it's a bit more balanced. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But because yeah. we, we pick up different parts we of do. the, we do, of the yeah. beers anyway. But so um, I'll let you have a swig and you can kind of... Uh, I've already had a swig, to be honest. There you go. 
Oh, here we go. It's just an alcoholic, that's why. <laughs> Learn from the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, again, you do get that... You can get the hoppiness from that bitterness to it, but again, not overpowering. I think they've got that... Yeah. What's, what's the word I'm after? Not bal- not quite balanced. The, there's, there's like a smoothness to it. Like There's no real harshness to it. Yeah, you know I mean? they kind of like blended in together. Mm. Everything just complements each other. Really, I mean, so. the thing is, like you said, there are a lot of malts and, and hops. So what, six malts, seven hops in there? So, you know. Um, but yeah, I think as a, as a, like a what was that, a one pound special? Oh yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's definitely really good. worth at least giving it a blast. I think so. that's thing. Also, it's not too bitter either. Like compared to IPAs, it's not too kind of like lingering aftertaste or anything like that. So uh, that was Hatherwood Craft Beer Company. Mm, which so. I, I think I've tried to search for before and I don't think it actually exists. I think it's one of them ones that they just make up. Mm. You know I mean? A different beer company just like actually provide To make it look good yeah. when they brew it themselves or something. Yeah, kind of like you're getting all supermarkets where they're, oh yeah, this is from such and such farm. Yeah, they like, have exist. their own as well, don't they? Yeah, for like cider and stuff. They have yeah. like a specific like orchard. It's not really cider though, is it? It's more perry really. It's just very pear. Everything's... Oh, it's, it's good price though. Good price. <laughs> I was saying that, there's something, um, there was Copperberg Cherry Rum. I saw an advert for that and I'm really like curious what that's going to be. I'm always going to drink some rum to be honest. Yeah, uh, and I think... Like, I know some others as well. <laughs> So many. Mm, yeah. Squidge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, but that's thing, like a spice rum that's kind of like fruit spice rum, I think would be quite nice, especially from like a copper. Because their fruit cider is really good as well. That's my thinking. All I right. Think be quite good. I think some are better than others. Depends on the flavour. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. But you get that with everything, though. Mm. But yeah. Um, but we'll do that for a different podcast cider and, cider and chat or something. Like. So um, we actually asked on uh, social media for some of the. Um, Funny pub names that you'd yeah. So we mentioned this a few episodes back, um, yes. Like as an idea, um, and luckily we're kind of getting that. Like, yeah. So um, like with the um, some of the names we have, you got sent through. So we did have a variety. Um, so we got the bug and black bat, uh, which was recommended by Anna, who down south. Now, if I remember correctly, Anna's from Kent, but um, with the Apparently, her mom used to call it the buggered black bat. The buggered black bat. <laughs> that's not an official name, however. I mean, it's a skill in itself, let's just say. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is it, okay. Now, uh, we had another suggestion from Dominic in Birmingham. Okay. Um, you know, born and bred. Uh, shaking Hand was one of his favourite. Well, we mentioned the Shaking Hand, so we don't find it that funny, but I suppose it is a a good pub name. Yeah, it is, it is a good pub name. It's also funny because he does have awfully shaky hands as well, so it does, yeah. it does kind of... It probably right. just resonates but, with him, really. Yeah. Uh, we have the Hairy Dog and Fat Cats from L in Derby. Yeah, I think there were two separate pubs, to be fair. So I think Oh, they're like, two yeah, separate Yeah, Hairy ones. Dog and Fat Cats. I mean, it wasn't written in that way, so I mean, that's just poor penmanship. Wow. Um, well, she's from it, Derby, right? So. Well, says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, dyslexic. I should defend her. She's oh, here dyslexic. we go. Sorry, there there you go. Go. Anyway, carry on. Who's got to ruin it? So um, we had a couple of suggestions from <laughs> Steph and Eliana in Somerset. And, uh, uh, pub's called the Flying Handbag and okay. the Barking Smack. The Barking Smack. That's I mean, good. the Barking Smack just sounds yeah. like absolutely fantastic. Though um, apparently one's in Blackpool and the other one is in Norfolk. Okay. Uh, yeah. So and one that we were actually talking about as this message got sent through as well uh, from Chris in the oh, West yeah, Midlands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a pub that. Uh, around the corner from where I used to live called the Cockin 
Yeah. Um, and you, so you also used to drop me off at the train station. You'd be like, okay, we're taking to the cock in then. Exactly. And yeah. uh, what, what rope was that nearby? It was right around the corner from Bell End. Um, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, can you? I mean, someone would definitely have been fun when they uh, did their names, yeah, didn't yeah. they? So. It's quite good. Um, yeah, so there's a few that I, um, I saw online from London. Um, in kind of thing because I was talking about it with a few friends and stuff and a few of the suggestions I got there's one called John the Unicorn John the Unicorn John the Unicorn how random so apparently it's named after the bartender's like daughter's toy or something it's like a random name and he's like they've got to think of something and her daughter just started calling it like John the Unicorn like this toy and so he's like that is a really good name and it just kind of all came from there uh, there's another one which I thought was quite funny and apt. Uh, there's a pub that used to be an old job centre that is literally called Job Centre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I and, like that. Uh, I love the idea of literally going from the job centre to the job centre. Yeah. <laughs> and using that as your I'm just down the job centre, though. Sorry, I'll be back later. That's, like, that's actually genius. That is genius, isn't it? It's really good. Uh, again, that's like in. It's in London. And apparently, when it came, there was a massive uproar because, of course, calling a pub job centre was very bad, but it's kind of laid down a bit. So. Like, I, I, th- I it's think that's, really, it's really good. Um, the whole Britishness like, of everything is you've got to take the piss out of things. You don't take the piss out of things. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, like, yeah that's, that's what genuinely means to be British. And if you can't take the piss, there's there's no, no point going yeah, on, really. Yeah, so, like, um, but yeah, like, but have you actually got a favourite pub name of all time? Or um, it's a really weird because I was trying to think. I can't think of any like funny pub name that I've been to where I've like gone to specifically and was like that. There's the one which we'll talk about in a second, yes, like yeah, when, yeah, where yeah. we've kind of both been outside. But um, I mean, the truth is, I, it's stupid things like I, like the Red Lion. Everybody's, everybody's been no, to the Red Lion. It's not funny, no, but I don't know many funny... Hence why the Shaking Hand honestly would be up there for me. Because in terms of like unusual pub names that I go to regularly and know, probably, probably up there in terms of like uniqueness. Because like... You know, you're from Dudley, so I'm sure you get some weird or wacky names over there. You get some random ones that are a bit more playful, but like I don't know, in in Solly Hull of all places, Solly Hull, Solly Hull, Solly Hull, you don't really get kind of a big variety of names in that way. They are very generic, so it's really hard to think of like funny names. Well, which is why we asked online, really, wasn't it? Like asked for the suggestions, really. Well, well, my favourite one, uh, I've never actually been to. I actually only seen it on TV, but the second I heard the name, I was like, that is. Absolute genius. Uh, my favourite pub name is called The Pork Insider. The Pork Insider. Oh, that is good. That is good. Right, if you need, right. if you need yeah, to explain yeah. him, just turn off now. You yeah. might as well. Just, <laughs> just say it out, so, uh, out loud. Like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant name. But, yeah. yeah, that is good, actually. I can't remember where it was. I think it was I've down South West, obviously. That's right, because there are some really funny fictional ones on like comedy shows and stuff, aren't there? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, like what? Oh, there was one in particular that I, one of my mates was telling me about, and it's just escaped me. This is where our research is poor, guys. We need to have notes in front of us, obviously. I mean, to be fair, um, we are a day behind, so we did kind of prepare, well, two days behind. We prepared before, and then we forgot everything. Yeah, we forgot Happens everything. Happens a lot. Literally forgot everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thanks to everybody who gave like the suggestions. Yeah. It's really good to kind of get some of those. We do look um, at everything that's uh, mentioned yeah. on uh, social media, no matter which platform yeah. it is, so... Anything is if if you it. didn't see the original post and you do have like a really funny pub name, send it our way. Uh, yeah, we can feature it again at any point. It's one of them things that can just be ongoing. Ongoing, ongoing. Just like the random like community question to ask people. Uh, the funny one though for us is, of course, uh, we, we had, uh, and I think we talked about it on the podcast before, we went to see baseball in London. So yeah, the, the MLB, MLB London, London Series. Yeah. Uh, and that was really good. And it was probably one of the best like 
American sporting days out, in my opinion, that I've ever had, if I'm honest. Uh, and mine as well. Like, we've really been to one a lot. Yeah, and we, yeah, we've been to quite a lot. So that's really good. And um, yeah, I'll let you tell the story because it, yeah. Yeah, so basically, uh, we uh, were there on the train. We're, we kind of stopped off halfway because they were at um, London Yards, a brewery, they were doing a special MLB setup where they were doing special beers for it, uh, special merchandise, tent and stuff, which turned out to be a blessing because the merchandise tent actually at the stadium was crazy. At London Stadium, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, actually quite fortunate for us, we managed to get... Uh, all that stuff there. And it was, on the re- way- it was a really good venue, actually, because it was like London Yards or something, and it was like... Yeah, um, that's literally like, what I just said. Yeah, no, but it was it was like... Um, <laughs> it was... I, I suppose hipster is probably the way to describe it. It's like that kind of like... It was a big open thing, space. Yeah, yeah. And you could, but, you could tell they could use it for a lot of different things, and they probably yeah. do, to be honest. Because it had all the batting cages there, they had all yeah. like the kind of different events that you could take part in, but also just loads of food and beer. And, yeah, and it was like, free entry. Massive crowd, like... You could just turn up and just do whatever you wanted, have a yeah. couple of beers, have something yeah. to eat, watch the game, like you know, job done. Yeah. Um, but on the way there, we uh, stumbled across this pub called Dirty Dicks. Dirty Dicks. Where we got a <laughs> couple of photos, especially from Dominic from Birmingham. Uh, he basically, because we went in our kind of sports stuff, so I went in my New York Mets gear. You know, you got some we got Angel stuff on. Yeah, um, I, agree. I think know. I had an Angel T-shirt on instead, like, yeah. instead of jersey uh, and stuff. Yeah, you know. So uh, and Dominic, we all had baseball up, caps, nice, good baseball caps, high quality, yeah. high yeah. quality. Yeah. Um, the stuff that Dominic turned up in, um, let's just say, wasn't legitimate. It did look with the cap and the uh, baseball jersey he was wearing. It did look like he fell out of a really poor version of the village people's support band it was either um, or like I, you know um, you always see Elton John at the pitch kind of thing I was, that I, kind of look I was right? about to mention Elton like, John I mean obviously that was the vibe he was giving off but yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. the picture with him standing outside the uh, dirty dicks <laughs> became quite a talking point so uh, yeah yeah, we're never going to let him live that down. Oh no, like, never, no. never. I'm. I think I'm after. It's a shame because it was engaged. closed actually at the time, wasn't it? And it's a shame yeah. we never got him inside it. Because I mean, it was ten o'clock in like, the morning. <laughs> I think to be fair, to really set the scene though, like Dirty Dicks, it, it's like a proper London pub, but they've got this like bright red neon Dirty Dicks yeah. sign, so it looks like a. It draws the attention. A strip club, let's be honest. But yeah, it, is it, actually it looks. A pub. It looks very yeah. dark and dingy. Yeah. <laughs> Dominic's favourite place. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but before we move on to the uh, the next beer, uh, yeah, twist. Nuts, American IPA. I say the thing to one pound special inside Lidl. Haven't given it a bash at that price. It's definitely worth having a go. Not that we're sponsored by Lidl, but you know, really push the one pound Lidl special. They got more money than anybody else, so why not? That's true. So, uh, Peter Falk for this episode is one from the Birmingham Brewing Company called Pale Brummy. Now, this is a pale ale. Um, There is a bit of a story to (laughs) this particular can. For those of you who follow us on social media, you will have seen a can of Pale Brummy previously that essentially just exploded. Um, the I, I think the heat had got to it and basically it just the top come off, uh, beer everywhere, clean up, nice clean up job. Um, yeah, it, it can happen with like lively craft beers, especially like exactly because we had some hot weather then as well. Like it's yeah, a, yeah. What we're about to experience again this week, I think. Can't <laughs> Stuck so yeah, so I posted this on social media that the can had exploded. All credit to Birmingham Brewing Company though. They sent me a message straight away and uh, said, oh, you know, uh, send us your address and we'll send a replacement out. And within a week, you just turned up. You know, I mean, you can't ask for better service than that really, yeah. can you? you know, I didn't push anything for it. I wasn't asking for a replacement or anything. They 
actively approach well, I think he me. did it more as a comedy thing of like, oh, yeah. oh my god, look what I've done, yeah. kind of thing. Look like, what happened to my yeah. can of beer. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the uh, they were really, really good about it. So big shout out to them for their customer def- service, I suppose. Like, definitely, yeah, really good. So yeah, so pale brummy. It's a ironically enough, a pale ale. Wait, um, sorry, pale brummy's a Pale ale. It is British pale floor malt with citrus hops. Sorry, I'm more like every time I think of pale brumio, I just think of my eldest sister who can't ever get a suntan <laughs> yeah. on holiday. If I'm honest, like <laughs> yeah, no doubt in the uh, Irish background in the other sister yeah, is there really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we uh, love the Irish, by the way. Let's state that. <laughs> yeah, don't try, dig any more holes. Try and it. save that back. Uh, do you want to have a go first then? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not really a lot of blurb on this. To be fair, as you, with craft beer, you tend to get. War and Peace written on the back I'm of it. I'm not sure about the smell straight away, if I'm honest. Like, it smells right to me. Um, yeah, you either get loads and loads of writing about every single backstory possible, or you get nothing. Um, this is one of the ones where you get nothing. Nice and simple can, though. So, and it is vegan and gluten-friendly. So, uh, You look very confused no, there, James. I think it's it's not very um, strong. It's a very subtle pale ale. I think, I think it's that hop... Yeah, you can smell a particular hop in it. Um, that thing. So there, there, for me, there, there was kind of like a very distinct smell. It's not bad. It was just a thing. But for me, it's quite a like light-bodied beer. Not much taste to it, if I'm honest. And then this kind of aftertaste that is kind of more gradual. It's it's four it's four percent, and I yeah. think that because you've got such quite a sharp bite from the hops, I think it may benefit from being slightly stronger. Don't get me wrong; it's a smooth drink. It is. It is very smooth. It's a good. It's a good pale ale. That's thing. Yeah, like, there isn't much. Um, <clears throat> for, for me, I like the reason I like IPAs and the reason I like really hoppy beers is I like flavour. I like kind of a yeah. punch to it. So subtle beers are kind of lost but on me. For you that like sense. the afterbite though, don't you? Yeah. Whereas yeah. I prefer the start of it. So I can pick it up for the start, but it does get quite smooth afterwards, which I know yeah. with what you. But like. even even that start doesn't stay for very long. It is very mm. much hits you and then just kind of goes. There's no real build-up either, like in terms of um, flavour on it. Like it's almost, if I'm honest, it's almost like a lager with like a more of a bite at the start, like yeah, kind of a hop pop, at the start. And then kind, kind of, of what I mentioned it. before, like bridge beers, where you're kind of bridging into the craft thing, but you've still got that yeah safety net of mass produced. Mm. Like, it's not, it's not mass produced, but yeah, it's got another, that smoothness to what you'd expect with a mass produced beer. It's, it's weird because I think I've had pale brummy before actually oh, okay. um, in a pub in Birmingham. Um, <laughs> no, no way, no way. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, uh, it's weird that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've um, never had that before. But I think I'll... I had it on draft though. Is my thought? I thought I had it on draft when I had it. I do know. I do know. Uh, Birmingham Brewing Co. Do do a few different beers. They do a lot. So that's thing. I might have had a different one, but I thought it was uh, pale brummy. To be fair, um, and to be fair, when I when I I think I, I literally asked the bartender like I wanted something like like a lager or something, and he said pale brummy was the one to go for, which is why I think I think I'm remembering it kind of thing. Yeah, there's, there's a couple um, of ones I actually really do want to try of theirs, but the problem is at the moment, obviously, because you can't go anywhere. Every time something goes on the website, it sells out, and yeah. of course, but I'll, because I'm which, working, which, by the time I actually get to the website, yeah. it's too late. It so. does speak to the quality of the beer, though that that it's sold out yeah. straight away. It, um, it is the thing is, that for me, like especially with the heat wave coming, like this is a good summer's drink. Oh yeah, that, like, like, you can have an all day could, session yeah, on exactly. that. Exactly, like it's a good, it's a good beer. Like no, I, uh, I actually quite like that. I mean, I can see why you wouldn't be massively drawn to go. Oh, I desperately want one of them, but. For me, I, I I actually quite I am quite enjoying. That's that. it. If I was having a light day, the thing is at the moment like um, like we mentioned cider. Well, I mentioned cider a second ago, but I'm trying like get back into cider a bit as like a summer's drink kind of thing um, instead of lager because lager is like one of my go tos. Like I am I am a 
filthy person when it comes to like I really like Budweiser. Are you just a filthy person? American Budweiser, which I know you hate, but for me that is like a good consistent beer to have, and that tastes, you know, to a lot of people, terrible. So something like this has far more complexity than something like Budweiser. So like you say, that bridge kind of gap, it's a good one to go towards. But at the same time, like if I was going to go buy craft beer, would I necessarily go for this over mm. like one of the more yeah. distinct craft beers? Probably not. Hence why I kind of go for IPAs for that kind of flavour thing. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned cider. I will be completely honest. I did have a cider before we started. Um, oh, they... <laughs> it's been a beautiful been day. day. Long um, day. No, well, it's just been a glorious day. And to be fair, if we wouldn't have been doing this, I would have, um, yeah, I'd have probably had an all-day session. But I didn't. But then when it came to you know doing a barbecue, you have to have something. Yeah. So um, yeah, I had decided beforehand. But no, I can't, I'm actually quite enjoying that uh, pearl brown. I, I would, I would definitely have that again. So I'm quite happy with that. Uh, right. Should we do a bit of sport? Have touched on take it away. Uh, baseball. No, 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 no. So uh, no. Another another particular sport that you wanted to mention. Yeah, football. Yeah. Um, yeah. That came back this week. That came back. So. Um, yeah, it started kicking a ball around. Yeah, and people complain about it. Yeah, cool. Anyway. Moving on from there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now there might be some football fans out there. I mean, I, we, we don't. We, we're it, not fans. It's, so it's, a, it's the, 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 the fact that yeah, you know, they've been desperate for football to come back for ages, and now um, they complain about. Nobody's back. They're moaning about it. Yeah. yeah so you're like, it's well, almost like typical football fans, really, isn't it? <laughs> you know, but I mean, I don't know. I thought some of the funny things I saw on it. It's really weird, and this is any sport, and it's going to be any of these isolation games, right? Seeing no crowd in the stadium. Yeah. Is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, the fact things like BT Sport and stuff, you can specifically add the noise of the crowd back on or take it away, is just really funny because, like, it's this really disconcerting thing where they literally make it harder for you to hear the commentators by putting all this crowd noise in that the players can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> and that seems like a really weird odd mix. I, I, right I didn't there. know that that was a thing until you told me, and I yeah. was like, that's just ridiculous. Because you think, like, you suggested, like, why don't they pump the noise into the, like, well, yeah, stadium the so at least players get it? But it's that kind of momentum build-up thing, right? Like, when do you like, have certain supporters supporting with chats and stuff? And I, I saw some really funny ones where it just didn't sync up with what was on the screen. So, like, they were cheering when nothing was happening. Which for me is football anyway, but in, <laughs> but like genuinely, like ball is just literally getting past in a triangle, and it's like, and it just doesn't really fit with it. Yeah, and it's just really weird. Um, no, I, I, of all the things, it, it's not the thing I want to come back. on you know, yeah, NHL, I'm, NHL is at the, this point at the top of my list. Right? Well, like, NHL has had a knockback this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned previously, I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and unfortunately, some of the Tampa Bay Lightning fans and uh, sorry, the players and coaches have come down with COVID nineteen. It's affected, yeah. So as well as uh, some baseball teams as well yeah. in the similar area. <clears throat> so it's looking more and more unlikely that that's actually going to finish that season, which will be devastating. But. At the I end of the day, we have to have how, health. And it first. depends how long they put the lockdown measures in place, yeah. and maybe they can try and get something back. Like even if they delay it by a little bit for it. The problem is, it only takes you know, if this happens in Paris, for it to happen to another major one, and then another major one, and they're all staggered. That suddenly, the whole thing just can't go ahead, right? So. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, I was looking forward to, but at the end of the day, I personally I just can't see that. I, mean, I think I think because they haven't America hasn't got enough control over it at the moment. Uh, baseball, um, the Phillies have come down with COVID nineteen from their players yeah. as well, uh, and the, again they're going back and forth between 
when they're going to start the season, how much it is and stuff. I'm not a massive Phillies fan, like Eagles fan either. Like I don't know the whole. They're not the best. They're just not the best. Yeah, exactly. Well, also you've got from that point we also watched well I watched UFC 250 now we did talk about, I talked about UFC 249 when yeah. that started which was the first one it was kind of big first, first big sporting event that came back and but I told, it, I, but it, I told yeah, you it, it felt rushed punch, yeah. it didn't even I mean obviously the lack of the crowd was always going to have an effect but it just didn't feel right it felt rushed it wasn't enjoyable yeah. and I hated the it the thing is I think I've watched, I've watched highlights of both Actually, and like, yeah, it just—it's not. UFC 250 was so much slicker. It was a smaller arena, so you didn't have all massive empty spaces that you didn't need to, like, you know, couldn't utilize. Uh, It was much closer. It was was set up more nicely. The fights were more efficient. It was better matchups as well, rather than just throwing everybody you can. Um, Yeah, UFC 250 was really, really good. Uh, There was uh, a fighter called Sugar, um, Sean O'Malley. Uh, he did quite a good uh, knockout in the first fight, but for me, I'm quite a big fan of a fighter called Cody Garbrandt, and he single-handedly did the best knockout I've ever seen. It was so calculated, it was done with pinpoint accuracy, yeah. and the last second of the, the round, and um, I cannot describe how good that punch is. If you've not seen it, Search Cody Garbrand UFC 250. I haven't seen it, so I will. I will be. Searching. Have you not seen it? No, I, I thought I sent it to you. No, you. no, I don't think. I've oh right, okay. It, so. I'll send it to everybody else. So I've just oh, got lost. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. If well, you have ab- other friends. Don't try and pretend. Sorry. Uh, no associates, James. Associates. Sorry, sorry. colleagues. Colleagues. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be Chris's friend, he he can be bought. There you go. Uh, a lot of money though. Um, Ten grand. What are we talking about? I think most people do anything for 10 grand. Maybe in your world. I mean, maybe. I know, it's actually, there's a good question for the, like, what, what is, like, what is your limit? Everybody's got a price where they do yeah. anything, right? I'm curious to know. Like, when I was younger, we, were, we played this game. Yeah, like, yeah. We'd pretty much anything, we'd do anything for a million. Um, and then it should keep going down, because yeah, a million is a lot thing. of money, but then you think, actually, so is 500 grand. Yeah. So back back um, in the day, I was, we've established I would pretty much do anything for about 25 grand. Okay. Probably a bit more now because twenty five grand isn't going to get you very far nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, you're a bit older, right? So it's like you've got more. Well, time right, chill out, be. I went proper. You got dud- you got, I went yeah, really you, done you, in Apologies. Right. Couldn't understand a word he said. He keeps, he keeps saying like stripey os. What's a stripey os? You know what a stripey os is. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot of people who would listen to this who have no idea what. Yeah, I is. know, and that's the best thing. Um, well, another sport. I did try watching another sport. Uh, is this the, the boring sport that you told me about? Like, Not boring. It was weird. Um, okay. Basically, it's the AFL, Aussie Rules Football. Okay. Uh, which yeah. I have tried to watch numerous times, and I still can't work out exactly what the hell it's supposed to be. Is it basketball? Is it rugby? Is it football? Is it Gaelic football? Nobody really knows. All you know is there's a lot of moustaches. There's a lot of mullets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of fighting or groping each other. I can't quite decide which way it is because some of it is a bit questionable. It's probably a bit both, let's be honest. Like, yeah, but it's like random stopping and starting. And I don't understand what. Well, fact, I think a lot of people think this with like American football as well. If you don't understand the rules and you can't think, I think we we do say this. But, but with American football, um, it's logic. You play the, the thing. When the ball gets down, you reset. You got a game clock. Yeah, yeah. I, None of that in Aussie football. It's literally they catch the ball, someone blows a whistle, and then a bloke starts backtracking. And you're like. 
Yeah, but more simply the whistleful. Yeah, but I think when you understand the logic, then it becomes a lot more. Clear. I've tried many times, James. I don't I understand. Mean, I'm not like when it comes to it, think about it. I like I I barely watched it ever. I think that the odd times I have watched it have been hungover in your house <laughs> in the morning. Not that I randomly watch crap all the time. Yeah, I do. But literally uh, hungover and like we're looking for something to watch and there is nothing on. I think you'd watched all your motor racing. We watched like MotoGP or whatever, and literally there was nothing else on. And so we put that on, and I think we lasted like ten minutes. And we, yeah, we just. Well, that's probably because we were both hungover as well. Otherwise, yeah, pro- well. We it's just... probably too far to pick the <laughs> remote control rather than. It was uh... a distance away. I mean, I barely <laughs> could reach for the cup of tea, if I'm honest. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just can't get into it. But that does bring me into another story that I read this morning. The segways okay. into segways. Let's yeah. do this. So uh, this morning I was reading about a story where a Aussie man was refused entry to a bar on his 18th birthday. Not due to the shorts he was wearing, not due to the flip-flops or thongs, as they call them in Australia, but down to the mullet haircut that he had. That was their sole reasoning for refusing entry. You know what? There are some people when you you look at their <laughs> hair or beard and you think, yeah, maybe don't let them in, but how bad was it? That they were like- I'm not going to lie. You did look at him and think he would not look out of place in Alabama. Um, if you are a fan from Alabama, you deserve that, if I'm honest. Like. <laughs> They don't have the internet, James, it's fine. Um, there's another thing I saw. I was going to say something else now, I'm not going to lie. No, there's another story, but I'm, we don't talk anything down this subject on this podcast, so I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, it was really bad. Oh, it was really bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was really bad. Um, yeah, but that whole story about him just being refused, and he was proper complaining that uh, he was refused entry, ruined his birthday and all that, and uh, the Australian authorities went, yeah, you got... They've got a right to refuse whoever they want to. And apparently there's quite a big thing about refusing people with mullets. I'm not too sure if now well, it's, it's what, the troublemaker aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, so here, we, what we, it's shoes policy, right? That's quite a common thing yeah. across the board, right? So, you know, and clothes. Shoes, yeah, like you not rocking up in like a tracksuit. Smart, yeah. smart, casual kind of thing is more kind of acceptable. Um, so, that, yeah, but that's weird. Mullet, I've never heard somebody no, no, no. like that. Yeah, or something I'm, like that. I so say when I realised it was actually quite a regular thing in Australia, like oh, that obviously means something. So, uh, but there is certain parts of Question Australia. Question for everybody there: What's what's the weirdest thing you've been kicked out of a club or pub for? There could be some very dark answers there. That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> the funny stuff. Um, well, actually, to be fair, I can't obviously I can't remember a lot of the times when I was kicked out. Um, mainly because I was drunk. That's the reason but, you were kicked out, right? But there was uh, one time I was out with my friend um, who. Basically, got very, very drunk. Normally drove, so didn't wasn't used to drinking alcohol that much. Drank, tried to go drink for drink with me. Lasted an hour and was like paralytic. Uh, was leaning up against the bar. As they were leaning up against the bar, threw up all down the front of the bar. The bouncer come over, and to be fair to the bouncer, he came over and went, "Are you all right, mate?" You know, didn't, wasn't being funny or anything like that. My mate being drunk, turned around and told him to go forth and multiply, just in a not-so-nice yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he got grabbed and thrown out of the fire exit. Obviously, I had to follow as a sport act. But yeah, I just thought that, uh, just that look on his face of, nope, you're gone, bang! Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Every split second, it was so good. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I think normally if I'm that drunk, that I'm, I have been kicked out of a few places, but normally because I have been paralytic at the point, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I, have, I have thrown up on a bouncer before, I will admit to that. Um, I think 
actually there, there's one literally being denied entry like because he says you're too drunk to come in mate and I threw up on him wow yeah that's bad right yeah that, that is that uh, is bad I'm, I'm a classy person I, I can remember one incident but I was actually thrown out for it so it doesn't count but uh yeah. I like that. Does it doesn't I'll, count yeah no, I'm not even going to dive over that one I'll, I'll keep that one for another time so yeah uh, Pearl Brummy I quite enjoyed that yeah you, you were not no, as was, much as me but I was a bit more neutral on it like it was good but at the same time, I prefer different styles of beer. But it's very, it's very. I'll, uh, I'll class that as a barbecue beer. Yeah, exactly. A summer's drink. It's very um, easy drinking. You know, nothing too much to it. And like you say, it's a good bridge beer. Like if you want, if you're a person who drinks a lot of lager or cider, and wants a beer to get into craft beer potentially, that is more of a beer for you. Like it is yes, far more yeah, subtle, definitely, and easy definitely. to get into. So. Just gives you those tones yeah. just to kind of explore and see if you actually like. So yeah. the around the world for this episode is from Belgium. Called Le Chouf. Le Chouf. No, this is. It is blonde. blonde. Yeah, it's a blonde. Yeah, just a normal blonde beer. Um, The reason why we were interested in it is because we have seen it on the sub, which we have mentioned many times. Yeah. And I would love to actually buy some tops for the uh, sub, but the problem is that. Constantly sold out. To the they level, are genuine. Like, it's it's crazy how much they sell out. So yeah, like, it's really frustrating if I'm honest. Yeah. But yeah, so Nashuf, we've bought it in bottle just to give it a try. I think you said you've tried it before. Haven't yeah, you? I, I think I definitely tried a bottle before. I'm curious because I I thought we tried this on uh t- on a top right, and because like my um, my dad's got two now. I think because I got I bought yeah. him two in the end. Uh, subs. Oh, you, so, oh, you bought him too, did you? Oh, okay. Well, oh, right. Okay. Sorry, sorry, well, sorry. Not, not, wasn't wasn't a, a shared present in? No, it wasn't. I know. <laughs> James only buys everything. You know, never mind. Anybody else actually puts money in all the effort in and orders this thing. No, no, no. It's all James. Um, yeah, continue, mate. Sorry, you you bought your dad. Uh, <laughs> He's my dad, right? He's my dad. You're very uh, defensive. <laughs> wow, you really, really. No, no, no. It's just, the funny thing is that you're de- so desperate for the attention from him that you're claiming that you bought both. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not at this point, right? I mean, we've already insulted him a few times on the podcast. So oh, that, that's the aim, generally, back. yes. That's yeah. what I did. So, um, but I, I, I thought we'd bought him that as well, to be fair. Because I also oh, bought... God. The reason I was going on to the segue of the subs is I bought him some talks for it. And that was me buying them. I want that very clear. And I thought I bought... Oh, you actually bought some and then you drank yeah. most of them as well, anyway. Well, yeah, of course. I help him. Otherwise, he's oh. an alcoholic. I'm, I'm saving him for himself, <laughs> right? So, you know. That's used out him on uh, something that's listened to globally. <laughs> globally I mean also it actually really is why do you think they got the shaking hand from <laughs> <laughs> no well the truth is a blonde beer it's 8% so it's got a bit of a kick to it um, yeah it's just a, okay. it's a it's a blonde and as we've mentioned before blonde beers okay. can be anything I'm going to let you go first on okay this one, I think so like okay. not much go. on the nose okay probably just the alcohol really that's about it that normally bonds are not too bad like wheat beer I've said before I hate wheat beer because the taste can be horrible Ooh. your face it's like if you've seen those Tang Fastic adverts uh, that kind of <sighs> to, to put into words um, the face I pulled then was probably be similar you know when them little crocodile clips you used to have in science yeah imagine putting one of them on your testes that's probably the uh, sensation really <sighs> okay <laughs> Uh, obviously me and Chris did very different things in science but there you go yeah there wasn't a lot of learning in my school obviously Bunsen burners <laughs> just burning I'd walk out of my physics lessons so well the school I went to was uh, very very interesting uh, but yeah oh, I think that's a, a subject for another time but yeah um, 
that is massively, massively pungent with the alcohol, and there is a bite to it. But there, are, I cannot yeah. pick up anything else apart from those two notes. Yeah, it is. It is one of those that are really strong tastes start with, which I think if you focus on, really can take away. I don't think it's as bad as you're making out. Oh, I don't then, like that at like, all. I don't blonde blondes. Like I say, I'm, I'm like. But with the blonde, it's either it can be absolutely fantastic or utter crap, and I, I, I think I'm going to utter crap it with that one if I'm honest. I don't think it's that bad. I, I like. Yeah, I. I it's not, tastes, not it about tastes... the second time. I think maybe after because we had the pale brummel, which was a lot more delicate. Yeah, I found that a really pungent flavour. Thing is, it's very full bodied. It is very yes. very heavy start as well. But to be fair, I think compared to a lot of blonde ales that I've had before, actually that's quite a good blonde. If I'm honest, I'm so, not feeling it. I've got to be honest. Like... I, I'm, there's something about it. There's a, a particular note in there that I'm just. I'm picking up and I'm just not particularly enjoying. Uh, it just feels like a heartburn beer to me. You know, one you just like as you drink it, like you get instant heartburn from. Like you say, that's probably the the heavy alcohol content though, because that possibly or the, or whichever hop is just giving that bite to it. Yeah, because like that definitely stays. It's almost like we talked about one of the beers we had before, where it was like drinking a shot. It's not almost that warmth, but yeah. it's that kind of sting to it. I think. Yeah. Um, actually, the minute you say heartburn, I have got this like taste that so. <laughs> I'm glad you know what I mean. Doesn't go away, kind of yeah. thing, and it's like. Um, the flavors have definitely got. Um, as I'm having more and more sips, the flavors are. I'm getting a bit. I am more accustomed to the flavor now. Yeah, my, that's a bit it. More it doesn't expecting. taste as strong. That's the thing. I didn't think it tasted like massively strong. Straight uh, from the pale brummy to that, mm. it it had proper bite. Now, but now I've had a couple of sips of it. It's not as bad. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd rush to get another one though. No, no, I don't think. I don't think it's like the thing is. Neither one of us drink a lot of golden. Like yeah. blonde ales, kind of thing, do we? Anyway, no gold ales. Um, I do blonde. Blonde, beers. sorry, blonde. No, not no. really. Um, but things, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like if if I particularly taste like loads of barley and malt or whatever that you would normally taste, but possibly. Very... Uh, there's not really any much blurb about it either, so it's just it is what it is. Yeah, the shoof. I mean, honestly, I compare it to all the wheat beers I hate, and I think that's better than that, so that's why I'm not hating it. <laughs> wow, that's, that's your description. I don't hate it, fair enough. It kind of is, though, because like like a wheat beer, it's kind of, for me, it's got a similar pro- it like, bite, profile yeah. to it and thing, but without the wheat that I hate, I hate the taste of the wheat. So without that, it's for me, that's why it actually tastes quite good. Mm. Um, so Fair enough. Well, I, I, I wouldn't rush out and get another one, though. No, definitely not. No. Right, well, I do believe you wanted to uh, do a bit of discussion around the next episode that we're doing. Yeah, so I think just a big push, because, of course, episode 13, next episode, episode 14, it's the yeah. big one. So. There's a lot of people waiting for this. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast or might not have heard, I think we made reference to it a few times. Yes. I think it was like literally the first episode where... Yeah, because like, basically James has a thing about randomly <laughs> signing us up to... Different episodes to do random crap. Then I have to do a lot of work to try and get these things yeah, implemented, yeah, 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 yeah. and he just keeps on doing it. So I put him on a—he's on a block at the moment. 
Yeah. Once episode 14 is out of the way, we can we possibly look at one more. Yeah, the thing... Because so he doesn't tell me about these things, no, he just no, throws no. it I will say, there are actually, unlike... Because now we're actually prepared a bit more. There are a few <laughs> ideas we have yes. got in the back burner. Some really good ideas that I think will be really fun. Uh, some of them we will try and introduce ahead of time, get some of your feedback and see kind of what input you can bring. But at the same time, there are some ideas that, to be fair, we just really like and kind of want to surprise people with if I'm honest like they're just really yeah. good ideas that are kind of already fully formed to be fair so with mostly what we think will work so essentially this podcast is what we do in general life anyway um just randomly drink beer and Piss chat out. crap yeah. yeah um but actually as we go more and more and we get more and more connections to people we're getting a lot more ideas and actually we're just having a bit of fun bit of playing around with it and hopefully we can get some uh, good things on it yeah. and things particularly you want to recommend to us but as we said many times before, just let us know and we'll look into it if it's yeah. feasible. We'll do it. Uh, if not... Yeah, I think for me, what, what's been like one of the biggest surprising things that I've quite like. I mean, you, you've met some great people. Uh, Kevin in particular, for example, like yeah. some of the, you know, who, who have kind of crappier enthusiasts. But um, on top of that, kind of the amount of local breweries that have got involved and said, you know, like when we tried some of their beers and they've been quite, you know, friendly community kind of support in terms of that. Uh, I mean, just, you know, when a beer explodes... You know, most people, if they post a beer exploding, probably wouldn't necessarily get an immediate replacement. The fact that we got one within a week, yeah, from when we weren't from even the direct people, is just the, insane. The, these like, aren't a big company. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Birmingham Brewing Company, for example, with the pale brummer when the can exploded. That's not a massive company. No. It's a small independent brewery. You know, it's ver- it's fairly local, and they sort of say straight away that type yeah. of stuff is good. You know, and. One it's thing I have last with you as well, really. One, one thing I have noticed is, in particularly on Instagram. There's such a big beer community, and actually, it's really friendly. It's really positive, yeah. and actually, people just try their own stuff. There's no, you always get some snobs. There's always that type. There's beer snobbery. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar to like wine snobbery. Yeah. Um, where people like, yeah, oh, oh, you try something mainstream. Well, beer is about enjoyment. It doesn't matter whether it's mainstream, yeah. whether it's craft or anything. Like that. The whole point is try something different. Find out if you like it or not. If you like it, cool. What else is similar? I'll try that. Yeah. You know, if I don't like it, cool. I won't go in that avenue again. I'll try something different. But it's that's for us. It's that social. Yeah. It's the enjoyment. It's the learning. It's the discussion. It's and fair, and that for us, for me, was the whole reason of trying to suggest something like episode fourteen because yeah. there is very much an idea where you you only try the beers that you know you're going to like. But equally, me and Chris know the beers that we normally hate and therefore avoid. So the whole point yeah, of episode so 14 is trying <laughs> those beers that we hate. Like, we're just going to torture ourselves for your amusement, trying beers that we're 99% sure we're probably going to hate. There might be an odd surprise in there. We're not saying yeah. we're going to hate every beer. No. Because we've not tried all of them either, I think. Like, it's, and that's the joy it's of it. Pushing, like, it's pushing us yeah. out of our comfort zone, which is yeah. what the whole point of episode 14 is yeah so but I'm actually quite looking forward to it so we've got quite a lot uh, already lined up Um, so it's going to be a special episode so we'll probably be trying a lot of beers very little kind of talking between in terms of like the thing we'll be very much focused on the beers and probably just laughing at each other about kind of how much torture and pleasure it is torturing each other with the individual beers if all this yeah episode 14 is solely about the beer yeah Uh, it's the beer and our reaction to those beers our normal chat that we do in between that one that will resume from episode 15 onwards as normal but this particular one we wanted to do it different we wanted to do it a a bit more special we are trying to get a video footage for it as well for YouTube and stuff as well so you can actually see our reactions rather than just hearing them Um, we we have got some tests lined up for that for this week and stuff Uh, we have got things on order so hopefully 
it will be as good as what we hope it will be. Yeah, but, and that's kind of thing. I mean, the, the other thing is to say, although we've kind of got the beers ready for this, like, if there are any beers you think we should try, good or bad, for whatever reason, if you think there are beers that are just worthy of trying and just, you know, experiencing, then still suggest them. I mean, that's the thing. Like, even if bad beers, we'll try for the laugh of it, really. So, well, yeah. well um, somebody tell us that beers are nice, yeah. we try them, and we don't like them. Yeah. And then vice versa, someone will go, oh, I hated this, and we'll try it and go, actually, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's that all about the individualism. So. Yeah, because I think we talked like the tried and tested that we've kind of got started like as our first beer. At the moment, we very much go with something we've tried and yeah. something we know we tested. But at the same time, we want the input of kind of the community. So like that can equally be a tried and tested. Like if you guys have suggested a beer and you know it's good, then that we can put as a tried and tested and kind of do it on that basis. Yeah. And uh, kind of you know whatever your feedback is on the beer, we can say well this is suggested by this person. This is what they thought of it. Let's see if we agree. Let's see, you know, what our opinion of the beer is and stuff like that. So yeah, so we have we have put a lot of yeah. time and effort into episode fourteen. So I do hope that you enjoy it as much as yeah. we're gonna not enjoy it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be fair, we haven't really tied ourselves to too many yet. I mean, fifty eight is the best beer. Fifty eight is best beers. Yeah, so uh, we are um, definitely going till fifty eight. <laughs> episode twenty nine was it you signed us up to? Yeah. That was the. Uh, sub episode. Sub episode. So, that's ha- if we ever get talk sorted. That's to be fair. By that point, I mean boy, that's about the best part of a year's time. So February, March, I think when we got yeah, to so it. Yeah, so that should be enough time for them to replenish. Hopefully, we hope. We hope. yeah. If yeah. not, we might have to uh, rejig. But yeah, that's our main aim. But yeah, so I'm uh, I'm quite looking forward to that. So, but the thing is, for us, like it's we're gonna put a lot of time and effort into it. So. Um, I think for us it's a big push of like yeah let's try and share it as much as possible let's try and get as much kind of people seeing it because it's going to be good like I think it's going to well, be like, I think other people enjoy it <laughs> I'm not yeah. too sure about this yeah we won't enjoy it but that's that's part of the thing right like it, it's the combination of what it's, it's been it seemed like, weird the fact almost six you, months yeah it's that's like come around yeah. like so quickly really so right. especially with everything that's happened as well right so that was our talk about episode uh, 14 now we have our wild card for this episode. And I'm really looking forward to this one. Well, this I'm one really is either going to be this. really good or really crap, and I can't decide which. Now, it's from Gander Brew, which is a local brewery based in Worcester. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Fatty Seal. Now, I do love the label because it is done as an emergency beer supply. Uh, well, it's emergency beer supply, but it, what I love is the 8-bit design of it. So, the 8-bit kind of I text font, like, they actually the are, avatar, and it's really good. I've seen some of their other beers. They're based on they, Twitch right. as well. They do a yeah. lot of stuff on Twitch. Yeah. So, uh, if you, anybody's into gaming, that's what Twitch is. Yeah. There's some people that have no idea what Twitch is, so I just thought I'd quickly... Uh, it's, it's basically a feed where you can actually watch people play games. They think it's Twitch like it somebody's weird tick or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, done with his hands. Um, yeah, so this is a Indian pale lager. Indian pale lager. So this is it. I love love IPAs. So well, I think the idea of this is that it's done as an IPA, but well, I'm the guessing... the brewing is lagered. So it's yeah, but lager just literally just means slow. That's yeah. all it means. So yeah. it's it's cooler, it's slower, and it takes longer to ferment. But that's when you tend to get that a crisper aftertaste. Yeah. So I'm definitely intrigued. I'm hoping with it. it's lighter bodied. <clears throat> crisper and if I'm honest I hope there's still that kind of bitterness because I do like the kind of this this was recommended uh, to me personally so I'll let you have a go first okay Uh, is this a person we trust Um, not necessarily Uh, so it's oh I know who it is then (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's wash away your woes Indian pale lager 
brewed using lager yeast and a boat. What do you think of, of the hops. What do you think of the smell before I have a taste? Like that's actually quite fruity. Yeah, that's surprising. Which is what uh, I was expecting. I do love the little 8-bit man that they've got mm. as the person who brewed it as well. So they put the name on the bottle, but who's actually done that particular batch as well. Uh, this one was done by Aaron. So thank you, Aaron. And what's the verdict then? That is really nice. It is it, definitely crisp. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to... like Weirdly, I think I've just drank too much cider recently because I was going to suggest like some cider notes to it. Like It, it tastes like homebrew. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like homebrew, which for me isn't necessarily a bad thing. It does taste quite good. I do quite like I, it, but it is a bit... You, you will love that. Yeah. Now, for me, well, it's really weird because you have... this Because it's been lagered, you've got smooth, smooth, yeah. smooth. And then at the end of the drink, you just get this bite that you get with an IPA. It's like kind of... Whoo! Yeah. It's, it's very... It's very strange. I'm it's, not... Instantly, also, it's very gonna, pungent as well. Like, it's, oh yeah, yeah. Like pungent is. I'm not going to lie. Pungent. The uh, analogy of boatload of hops, they're not underselling it. No, no. Um, there is a lot of hops in that, and you can tell. And um, I think the reason I was kind of almost getting a, like cider thing in terms of like some of the cloudy side you can get, it's like very <clears> smooth. <throat> definitely some kind of fruity notes to it, and it is that kind of crisp, sharp aftertaste that you sometimes get with like a really acidic cider. And it is that kind of distinction. I'm not saying that's the flavour, but it is that kind of profile. I think um, the actual analogy you say cider is wrong. You understand? But what I mean. know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. It's oh. it's very very fruity. Um, oh, it remind. I'm not gonna lie. It does remind me of something else. But for the love of God, I cannot think what that like thing another is. beer. Or? Yeah, it's re- that aftertaste. It's very similar to something else I've had, but I can't think of what it is. Um, that's really annoying. I've got to be honest, though, it is enjoyable. And now you know I'm not an IPA fan. Things I don't think, compared to some of the other IPAs that I like that you normally hate, it's got, like, although we say it's hoppy, it's not got a massively long lasting hoppy aftertaste that yes. really, like, packages. It, it didn't that dominate. Yeah, in terms of bitterness. Because that's the thing. One thing we never really talk about is uh, kind of bitterness rating. What is it? Like, um, the. Oh, what's the bitterness rating of it? No, I have no idea. I'm trying to think, because some of the others have the bitterness of it on there. I don't think that's actually got it on there. No. Well, this is it's like, really it's, four, it's 4.8%. I think that's probably noisily balanced with the flavour as well. The alcohol, the flavours just seem to tick all the boxes. So, so this thing, so some, some IPAs that you get will have a bitterness rating, which is called IBU rating, between 1 and 120 or something like that. And essentially, depending on where it's on the scale, is how bitter... The beer tastes. Well, I love so, about this is when you start talking about this, the, the level of accuracy when you decide it's been naught and 120, I think. Naught and 120. Just make it up as you go along. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that is the actual scale. Yeah, of course it is. Let's hope it is because that's, that's it. If you say it with conviction, James, you might believe. Exactly, it. I do believe. I do. <laughs> I do be believing it. Okay. Um, I do be believing. It. I, oh, do that's be. Fantastic I do. I do. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and essentially, how high up it is on the scale is how bitter it tastes. But it's not just the bitterness in terms of kind of the long lasting. It is just kind of the overall body of bitterness. So uh, the first one we had, for example, is a bitterness of like forty six, um, and I was curious to know if this had the similar kind of like rating on it based on that but I can't see it on that because I was curious to know what this would kind of relate to I've, it is a thing by the way like you look at me like I'm, I'm a crazy person I, I think you're talking complete bollocks to be honest um, 
Okay. Yeah, there's, there's no other words I can say, is there? Well, there you go. After, after this ends, we'll search it up. And, we'll uh, search it up. Oh, your, it up. your English is fantastic tonight. We'll get, we'll get on Tinterweb. <laughs> we'll get on Tinterweb. What, what's this? Tinternet. Have you got dial-up? We can... D- Run the mm. dial-up. Those are the... T- <laughs> you got mail. Uh, yeah. Well, you can read it in three days' time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, AOL, man. Oh, no. Oh. I think I was... Uh, oh, I can't even remember who it was. Wasn't that AOL? I think it might have been Tiskily. Tiskily? Tiskily was our dial-up. Oh, wow. yeah. Something like about 8p a minute. Oh, I, miss, I miss it in a way. Oh, just still, can I just say it's still still more reliable than Virgin Media. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been with Virgin Media for a long time, so uh, yeah, I'm fine. still more reliable. <laughs> Two hundred megabytes, yeah, sure, I believe that. Right then, James, uh, do you want me to go first? Or yeah, you go first. Hey, so you know, you've gone first last yeah, few times, yeah, so yeah. I'll take over the reins. So in my order, in last place, unsurprisingly, is Le Chouf. Okay. Or the shite is probably what I should call it because it was not great. Um, What's third? Here we I go. I think third. I'll probably go for pale brummy. It was a nice, enjoyable drink. Okay. But with the, um, I think it's it, it's one of those ones that actually would I go to it all day? Yes, I would. Would I run for it to go? Oh, I really want fancy a point of that. Yeah, probably no. So for that, we dropped into third. Um, for me, I think second. I'm probably going the twisted nuts. Okay, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I am thought you surprised. Might be. Yeah, I thought you might be. Um, I don't know why, but that fatty seal. I'm not all normally as not normal traditional yeah. IPAs where you have that extra bite. I'm not a massive fan, but I don't think I think because it's been lagered rather than normal out. I think it's made it more mellow. So yeah. although you do get that yeah. bite, it's actually a, and actually the it's also the balance of the flavors. The balance of the flavors, although it is bitey, it, I, I actually I am enjoying those flavors. So I think yeah, fatty seals actually yeah. won. See this thing. So I will say. I like. I was intrigued by Indian pale lager. I thought it was a good concept. Like never having one. Um, that being said, I'm slightly disappointed because I think the reason you like it is the reason I'm not a massive fan of it in terms yeah. of. I, say, I want more of because that. I liked yeah. it. I figured you would like it as much. Exactly. That's but, generally the rule. Yeah, it's generally the rule. But I kind of like more of a kind of bitey hoppiness, like bitter aftertaste to it. So for me, it's it's nice, but it's not good. I, I agree. Last would would be the shoof because <laughs> it. Honestly, I don't think it was as bad as I think you found it for me, if I'm honest. I, I think it was like, just that transition from the pale brummy to yeah, the shoe. But I think in terms of the style of beers we've got here, you know, yeah. pale Indian Indian lager, like it's the worst one for me. And it's probably the one the style of lager like style of beer, sorry, that I just don't really go for very often. Because so, blondes are so hit and miss. Yeah, they're exactly. either fantastic or yeah. the crap. And, and there's just no seem to be anything in between. I think it's one of those, especially in mainstream English pubs, you don't get a lot of blondes. Yeah. For me. And so Well you do, but not well, beers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really threw me off. I love it when I throw you yeah, off. It's I was like, in my head, that's not where that was going, but okay, that was fine. Um, so yeah, you don't, you don't normally get a lot of bombs in pubs. Um, so I think for me, it's it's not something that I think a lot of people in the UK are necessarily exposed to as much. Mm. And you can make your same bond joke again if you want. I don't mind. No, 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 no. no. Um, Once is enough. Yeah, but then I... You know what? I... I this is tempting. I think I would probably put the Gander Bruco 
fatty seal third. Okay. okay. So part of the reason there for me is is like I say because of the lack of that kind of hoppy aftertaste. Okay. Of the two, though, I think between something like the Pale Brummie, the Pale Brummie, for me, is far more, like, easier to drink, right? Yeah. And when you talk about barbecue, like, beer and stuff yeah. like that, for me, that's why that takes over the, the fatty seal, because the fatty seal is very pungent, right? And I think, although I really like it as a distinct beer, I think I'd definitely buy fatty seal again. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd drink a lot of fatty seal in one night, if yeah. I'm being honest. No. I would definitely go with Pale Brummie over that. And then, actually... The one pound special little little, you know, little special, if they want to sponsor us. <laughs> really push for sponsorship. Uh Twisted Knots American IPA, that is really good. And actually I think there isn't nothing to dislike. It's really good beer. So you haven't that is your first That's one. That's my first so one. Pale, so pale Brummy second. The shoe last, uh Fatty Seal third, Pale, pale Brummy second, and then Twisted yep. Knots. Do you think the Twisted Knots, genuinely for a cheap yeah. beer, it's it's, it's a brilliant. damn good quality of beer. Yeah. yeah. And and let's face it. You want to drink it because you're enjoying it, and that's the most important thing. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think the way I see it is, like, I would probably, if I'm in Lidl, I would definitely buy a heap of those again. Pale Brummie as well, I would go for... To, to be honest, with, with except to Le Chouf, like the, the three were actually quite close. Yeah. So Pale Brummie, the Twisted Knots, and the yeah. Fatty Seal were very close, in my personal opinion. It could have kind of mixed them up any particular way, but based on what I've had today, that was just the order yeah. I actually yeah. enjoyed them in. The one I probably would have drank the most of is probably the Twisted Nuts. Yeah. I also think we, we kind of almost always see ourselves in the order we have beers. Like, you know, Fatty Seal, quite a pungent beer. Le Chouf as well has a very distinct flavour. So having it in certain different ways, I'm sure if we then went back to different ones, we'd our opinions would completely yeah, be, change Yeah, it, it, well, it'd be interesting to, be to see how, like, if I was going from the Pale Brummie to the Fatty Seal. I reckon that probably would have changed my mind. Exactly. This um, is why I'm thinking in my head. And this is kind of almost the game you play, I think, when we rate them, is kind of try and take into this. And, you know, I try and do it in very what I tasted and what I felt like when I tasted them. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, all, all good beers to go out and get, really, to be fair, and, and try. Yeah, like, definitely worth a try. Uh, so, thank you very much, people. Uh, yeah. The next time you'll be listening to us will be episode 14. And I'll be crying. <laughs> we are looking to do YouTube, so uh, if you just watch our social media, I'll we'll put all the links on there as we go. But yeah, uh, we'll be speaking to you soon.